Hi friends and welcome to Itty Britty Sex Talks. I'm Britty. And I'm Johnny. And it is June 24th and it is flying by. It sure is. Uh, we apologize for our infrequency here. Uh, it's been a bit since we put out a new episode. Mm-hmm. Life's been crazy. Lots of shit's going down. Hope uh, you're being safe from the virus and the police. Yeah, <laughs> the police. Yeah, that's a scary situation. Um, but we're going to get better on our schedule. Um, it's just something that we're just going to have to sit down and do and no more slacking. So we have a couple ideas in the mix to help us get better at uh, being on time. Yep. And um, one uh, excuse we've been using why this one has been taking so long is that it's a big subject. It is. It is, and it's it's it might be a long episode, guys. So I apologize. Um, before we get things too started, too like far in the way, I want to do a shout out to uh, one of our members of, um, <clears throat> excuse me, our Miwi group. Um, he goes by Goblin King. He helped me set the group up, and um, he's over across the pond. And I just want to say thank you. So thank you. Yeah, thanks, bud. So today we are talking about. Feet. We're talking about feet. You know, kiss them, suck them, boil them in a stew. Yeah. Put them in, yeah, put them in a toast stew. Yeah. <laughs> toast stew. Toast stew. Uh, so we're talking about podophilia, not to be confused with pedophilia. Right. Um, yeah, podophilia. It's a sexual interest or arousal centered around feet or feet worship. Uh, pod is foot. Phil, of course, is love. Yep. Um, so this this kink, um, it is a part, is kind of under what's called partialism. Okay. And partialism is the sexual attraction to a non-sexual organ or appendage. Okay. And uh, that's a lot of stuff. It is. It is. It's. I mean, like we've always said, um, if you can think about it. Or jack thing. off to it. It's a thing. There's probably mm-hmm. some porn to it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and um, but the the foot, the feet fetish, fetish. If I may fetish. be so bold, it's a uh, it's the most common and most popular form of partialism. Right. I think like even our listeners uh, that <laughs> we call vanilla. I don't want to laugh when I say that, but. There's quite a bit of vanilla talk going on this past weekend, so, um, but I think even they would know, like, people that really aren't into kinks know that feet are a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just kind of like, yeah, I know people are into that, you know? For sure, and it's, you know, it's it's a very popular one, Mm -hmm. and, like, there are people who are... They just don't like them at all. Like, feet are just gross. Yeah. I mean... It's almost like it, it can be a phobia, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Like, I mean, personally, I'm not, like, grossed out by feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there can be, you know, well-manicured, pedicured foot. Like, hey, that's a, that's a pretty-looking foot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not opposed to giving foot rubs or maybe even kissing the top of your feet or something like that. Right. But I ain't putting them in my mouth. Right, yeah. That's where I draw the line. And it's really not, it's not my thing either, actually. Um, I'm not, like, grossed out by feet, but, like, I am not a foot person. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, me either. And there's could be a, there's a lot of different ways to specify this fetish or this kink because there's, I mean, some people like big feet. Oh well, yeah, I'm going into that later in a little bit. Like, yeah, really into like, hey, what about feet? Do you like right? Uh, the art is at the arch that that does it for you. Mm-hmm. Is it that they're slender, little toes? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. And then a lot of it will come into you know the endorment. Adornments. Adornments, yeah. Like shoes. I was just going to say that, yeah. jewelry. Stockings. Stockings. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Um, Even the smell. Yeah. And the taste. Yep. Is yep. another, another yeah. part of it. Oh, yeah. It gets, it gets pretty in depth. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's, within potophilia itself, there's even like subgenres almost. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, there's the crush fetish, where people like to be stepped on. Yeah, and and it goes that that one goes to can go to a really dark place. Holy cow! Like chicks with stilettos on dudes' genitals. Yeah, or like little animals. Wow, ah, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh! Thing, yeah, people like film them like stomping no, on. No, 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 that's not little cool. ducklings or stop it! Or I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just stating <laughs> oh the facts, man. Oh my gosh, that is so fucked up. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty messed up. Ew. Oh, that's um, sad. But you know, there's the whole boot worship too, and you know, boot licking. Boot licking. You also see a lot of that going on these days. <laughs> but um yeah the whole boot and shoe fetishism thing um it really kind of came to light because there was a french novelist named nicholas edmi retief uh he lived around 1700s he mm-hmm. died in 1804 but uh another term for this foot uh shoe and foot thing shoe and boot thing excuse me is called retifism and it's named after retif okay that's his name yep and okay. uh he loved his shoes. All right. He was a shoe guy. He was very much a shoe guy. Did he, like, love his shoes or lady shoes? Uh, mostly. Or other he, people's he was He was an author, and he wrote a lot about his shoes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, like, like, nowadays, he'd be like, dude, check out my new Jordans and just, like, write a poem about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I wonder <laughs> if all the, you know, people with the, the mean sneaker game, could if we could put them into that. I'm one. Uh, I don't know. Are they sexualizing it or are they just? No, it's a status thing. Oh, okay. well, not just a status thing. They just like really expensive, expensive sneakers. Shoes. Yeah. So hey, whatever, whatever floats your boat, folks. Didn't Nelly write a song about shoes? These boots are made no, for walking. No, no, no. Like Nelly the rapper is like Air Force Nines or some what? shit like that. I should you not. I'm sorry. I don't listen to Nelly. Okay. Well, I was 12 once, so give me a break. I guess we all were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Air Force Ones. Okay. That, Air, okay, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Air Force up, Ones. <laughs> you know, and uh, it's, it's weird. Like, I guess uh, a lot of the... Well, a common theory with a lot of paraphilias, paraphilias and stuff, where they start, is they they think that it's some kind of childhood thing. Yeah, it, it develops around that time, even if you're not aware of it. That's a pretty popular theory. I don't know. I've I've seen like yays and nays for that theory. Yeah. So I'm not sold on it yet. Okay. Uh. 
kind of go back to the subgenre thing. I'm jumping around here. Boy, we're out of practice. Mm-hmm. Um, foot jobs. Foot jobs. You know. Oh, I have notes you know on foot saying. jobs even. You know, you know what I'm saying though? Getting that little it's like a hand job, but it was with your feet. Can I say something about the foot jobs? Yeah. Okay, so in my notes, because I, I we'll get to my notes later, but um um so when I was reading about foot jobs, it was very much practice makes perfect because your feet obviously aren't as like agile as your hands. Mm-hmm. So like if your partner's into um feet and you're kind of new to it or you know, whatever. Uh, give it some time, you know, don't one and done it, you know, practice makes perfect. So that's. And communications. Yes. Communication is key. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, I'm not really into it when you rake your toenail down the shaft. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. That's kind of it. But maintenance, you know, like when you're cleaning yourself up down South for your partner, clip your toenails if you're going to be doing foot jobs and stuff. Right. Or yeah. doing the old toe plugging. We're talking about that later. <laughs> okay, that's later. Uh, so, yeah, I guess uh, we could talk about a little bit of history yeah. of the feet. Yeah. So, the earliest literary evidence um, from this kink was in the 2nd century AD, and they think the guy's name was Philostratus. He uh, wrote and published a bunch of these letters that he wrote to young boys and girls about their feet. And in one example... He wrote in a letter he wrote to a woman. He said, uh, do not torture your feet, my love, and do not hide them. Walk softly and leave prints of your own foot behind you for those who would love to kiss them. That's kind of cute. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's okay. soft, yeah. And uh, it, it, so it's been around for a long time, but um, it really kind of started getting a lot more popular in the 15th in the 1500s, like 16th century. Okay. Because Europe was getting decimated by like a syphilis outbreak. Okay. And so you'd see it in the art. Um, there'd be more art centered around the feet. And you'd people would be talking about it in magazines and stuff more. Right. Because uh, everybody's infected. Yeah. And um, yeah. So then I think syphilis makes your junk look pretty fucked up. I would say probably after a while. I haven't looked at like extreme cases. I'm not really interested in it, but yeah, I, I went down that rabbit hole years yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you when you had those um those rises in these those STDs, you'd see the rise in in the erotic literature and paintings and stuff and feet and stuff. Mm-hmm. That makes feet sense. A lot more popular then. Okay. And uh, that's about what I got for for the history section. Okay. That was a whole 30 seconds. Hey, man. Better than nothing. Hey. (laughs) ba And um, here's a word from our sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Is it my turn? Sure. Wait, are you still going? No, no, no. I mean... Are you out? You're good. No? Oh. No. I mean... Oh, I do have this one thing. Um, Some people like big, stinky waffle stompers. Waffle stompers. For feet. Wow. I don't even know if that's the right term. Waffle stompers. I think those are boots. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. 
So I uh, gives a new term to the whole shit kicker. Waffle stomper makes me think of like that blue waffle, and that's gross. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> or like waffle stomping, you know, when you if you poop in the shower. And you oh push my it down god! The drain. No, you didn't. That's disgusting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> So I went um, down a road where like it was it's a little bit of kind of everything. So just kind of want to bring them up and see where we go with them. Okay, cool. So we'll start with boot licking. Um, and the the actual act of licking boots. Yes. Not being a uh, cop apologist. Yes. Okay, just wanted to clear that up. Yeah. So um, boot licking. It's more like of a, a slave. Type of thing, like you see that a lot in the kink is like slaves will be licking their uh, master's boots and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, A lot of time, I mean, putting like the boot in their mouth and all that kind of stuff. Um, So that's a thing. Right. And I I, I totally get that as the uh, the dom sub dynamic there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the dominant person won't be servicing anybody's feet. Right. Because, like, in, in, you know, in some cultures, like in the Middle East, um, like, the worst thing you could do is hit someone with your shoe. Yeah. You know. Really? Yeah, like, in, like, so, um, like, one example is when um, Saddam Hussein was, like, finally toppled and whatnot. Uh, they were tearing down his statues. And all the people, once his statue was down, they all walk up there, uh, run up to the statue and just start smacking it with his shoes. With huh. their shoes. And then that one one reporter threw his shoe at George Bush. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good reflexes there, W. <laughs> so um this was kinda like what I got these off of was like uh kinda how to get into the into feet, feet fetishism and stuff like that. So another one an easy way to get in is obviously foot massages. We already talked about that. Um tickle play. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I hate being tickled and i have kicked john numerous times yes <laughs> like hard <laughs> and so like there's like the tickle play where it's like flirty and cute and then you can have the whole torture aspect mm-hmm. of it yeah like tickle torture mm-hmm. yeah truly tickle torture yeah yeah, yeah. uh cuz you could use it to abuse dominate humiliate or even interrogate mm. i can see that tactic working on me yeah, there's some uh, some people who, like, the waterboarding doesn't work, so then they'll, like, tickle their feet. Shut up! <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! I'm so gullible. I believe you. <laughs> uh, another cool one I found, um, and it goes back kind of to, like, the dom sub thing, is forced feminization of, like, uh, a dom forcing their male sub to dress like a woman and wear sexy shoes and stuff like that. Um, that also plays into a form of uh, de- 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 degradation. Degradation, Degradation, yeah. yeah. You know, and so, I've, I've seen stuff, too, about um, on that subject, uh, making them smoke. Yeah. Which goes back to capnolagnia. Yeah, which we talked about, yeah. Yeah, last episode, yeah, about yeah. smoking. But, yeah, that that's a whole thing, the whole feminization and, like, or sissification. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a thing. It's a thing. Um, some people love smelly sneakers, like stinky ass sneakers are their thing. And they will like, 
like stuff their nose in them. They'll like drink out of them. They'll Whoa, like no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll like lick Whoa. them. Yeah, like that is <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, because I I've seen the. I think I've seen stuff like when they're drinking champagne out of like some high, some stilettos or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one thing. Yeah, that, but these are stinky. The, think about like your old pair of high school Converse. Or those like <laughs> my work boots that I just threw yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the thing that I found cool about feet is size matters. And it's not that size matters that it's big or small, but usually people have a preference they're not like, oh, I just like feet. Any size is good. It's usually not like that. Yeah. Like, I like petite feet. I like huge feet. I like crusty feet. <laughs> I Some, don't know. Somewhere out there, someone appreciates my hobbit feet. Yes. Hobbit feet are a thing. Hairy toes. No thanks. <laughs> they're, you know, they're, they're small. They are small. They are smaller feet. But they're still kind of like caveman-ish. Small, hairy feet. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this Which, is... So, hobbit feet really isn't a good classification because hobbit, hobbits have big feet. They do have big feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing, too. I found this really cool thing, you guys. It's called pedal porn. Have you ever heard of pedal porn? I have not heard of pedal porn. Pedal porn is its own genre. I meant to look up some before we did this. It is women in, like, sexy shoes... Pushing on a gas pedal. Really? Of a car. And like the, the bigger, yeah, the bigger the rev, like the more amp the dude or whoever's watching it gets. But it's a whole fucking thing. And it's legit just a chick with a shoe on pushing a gas pedal. No. How no fucking butts. cool is that? No butts, no boobs, no. Wow. Yeah. So that, I mean, and that really goes into the whole partialism thing because it's, yeah. it's a not, it's a non sexual. Yeah. Thing. Well, it's sexualized, but it's a mm-hmm. non-sexual organ. Isn't that cool? That's I thought pretty that was pretty fucking sweet. Um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> vroom, vroom. <laughs> Redline it. Right? Um, so we kind of we already talked about, you know, foot jobs, practice makes perfect, give yourself some time, you know, stuff like that. Right. You know, make sure you, you scrub off those calluses and get those corns taken care of. Unless you like it to be ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> I mean, sorry. It's whatever. It's your thing. It's totally we're, not mine. We, we try to have fun. We're not kink shaming. When, um, we, when we say yuck. <laughs> so I learned something new in doing this. And this is kind of like a, a side fact, if you don't mind. Um, so at kink events back in the 80s, um, these were usually like gay events and stuff. That the certain color of socks that you wore meant something. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know that. So, like, if you wore red socks, you were into fisting. Yellow socks, uh, you were into water sports and stuff like that. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You got yeah. any more colors? No. Can we guess? Uh, Yeah, okay. So, um, purple socks. Hmm. That's into um. ball tying. Ooh, ow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Okay, what about uh, green socks? You don't want to know. You just have like rainbow socks on because you're into everything. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, throw it at me, baby. <laughs> rainbow socks mean you are game for anything. 
<laughs> okay, so my last one, which I'm excited about, we're going to talk about toads and butts. <laughs> so, toes and butts is a thing. Um, it's a foot thing, obviously, because they're toes. Um, I was really interested in it because as soon as you start talking about toes and butts, you start talking about feet and butts. Foot and butt. Yeah. So, it's a thing. Um, what I read were some very uh, helpful hints. Make sure you have lots of lube. Um, communication is key because your feet are not as, uh, sensitive or whatever as your hands. So you need to listen to oh, your partner yeah. while they're talking you through mm-hmm. putting your toe in their butt. Yeah. Um, I just, I just want to say anything involving anal is going to take a lot of communication and a lot of lube. For sure. For sure. Um, definitely lots of lube as you get into foots, feet. Oh, so we're, once you're past the toes and going yeah. into the whole foot? Yeah. So this article, the dude even shared the recipe for his lube for feet and butts. The type of lube you should use. Is it like a, a lube cocktail? Yeah, it was. And then it even had like cornstarch or something in it from the farm store. Really? Yeah. That's... Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's like, okay, but, but then I think about it, it's like, it's not really that weird because it's like fisting, but with a foot. Right. Um, yeah, I've seen uh, stuff like, you know, just even the toes in, in, in the vag. Yeah. You know, that's the whole thing, too. Oh, yeah. It's not just butts. You can put it in a vagina, too. Yeah. Put it in just about any hole. You could. So, yeah. Slip that pinky toe in my nose, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So that's pretty much all I got. I did have a... Oh, I do have, like, a couple, like, just randomos here. Okay. Um, Elvis, Andy Warhol, and apparently Dita Von Teese are into feet. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I get Dita Von Teese. Yeah? It's, it's like, a high fashion thing. She's a pretty, okay. pretty fashionable chick, right? Yeah, yeah. I just don't really know that much about her. Me either. Um, and then another thing, if we want to go back into the history, um, Lazarus's sister Mary anointed Christ's feet with oil and washed them with her hair, which is like the ultimate like, act of devotion and reverence. Wow. Yeah. With her hair? With her hair. Yeah. Really? It's a huge Catholic thing too. Like sometimes they'll like fucking wash your feet with oil. It gets weird. Yeah. I was religion, raised Catholic. Re- I know religion's that. weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like a... Yeah, so. Right, so we can add Elvis, Andy Warhol, and uh, Dita Von Teese uh-huh. along there with old Nicholas Edme Ritty. Is that the guy? Oh, that's yeah, the shoe, that's the one guy. French shoe guy. <laughs> I'm like, who's that? <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah, like, so the shoes and like the adornments, like, there's some pretty tasteful. Toe, uh, foot jewelry, toe rings, and yeah, yeah, like for thing, for sure. Things. Some like people take a lot of pride in their feet. I'm not really a foot person, so I like go get a pedicure like maybe once every five years because I wear sneakers all the time, anyways. Yeah, so it's like, do right. I need to have pretty toes? And you don't give a shit. Fuck you no. guys. I sleep with my socks on. <laughs> yeah, you weirdo. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, that's why I like tattoos, because it's, like, permanent makeup. Like, I got a tattoo on my foot. Mm-hmm. And they glow. Aw, thanks. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, did you have any other feet stuff? 
Um, other than, I mean, <laughs> not really. Okay. Like, so like the foot job definition I got here, non-penetrative sexual practice with the feet. You know, so rubbing on a partner to induce sexual excitement, stimulation, or orgasm. Okay. So that's not even just, you know, you could just use the heel of your foot to rub the clip. Right. And do that. Yeah. I mean, gently, right? Right, yeah. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I, I seem to recall a um, itty-bitty sex talk on Snapchat before we did the podcast. You were like, hey, guys, take it easy on the clit. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I referenced uh, <laughs> when guys, like people who don't communicate and stuff, you'll watch a guy like in porno like rubbing a clit like he's getting a fucking stain out of a carpet. <laughs> <laughs> That is not the way to play. No, with no, that no. Clip. You don't rub it. You block that shit. You gotta block that shit. They're just like so rough and stuff. And I mean, I'm sure some chicks are into it, but when you have like, you know, your partner who's only ever watches, like, you know. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, baby, rubbing this stain out of the carpet. How's it feel? How's it feel? Talk, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no. Talk about the unrealistic expectations from porn. Yeah, yeah. Like, like they all make that noise. <laughs> they do. They breathe in through the teeth. <laughs> <sighs> That's like you look like Evan Stone right now. <laughs> uh, oh fuck! Oh fuck! <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Thank you. <laughs> You're, welcome. You're welcome. Um. Okay. So. Oh. Uh. Are we moving on? Um, I mean, no. What do you want to talk about? I'm really liking that you're rubbing my feet while we do this <laughs> podcast, by the way. Yeah. It's a nice touch. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. So, um, another segment we were talking about during this was asking if we could jump oh, onto that. Yes. So, a new thing that we're going to be trying to do with the show is that uh, we're going to start breaking it up into segments, try to add more to it. Mm-hmm. So... We're going to open up with our usual paraphilia talk. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll do the history and community and all that stuff. And then we're going to move into, um, like, Se- a sexual ed. Yeah, sexual like sexual ed, stuff. sexual health kind of stuff. The, so. whole, the whole reason Brittany wanted to do this in the first place. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's a, that's a great... Great part to move into because it's a, yeah. it's an actual itty, it's itty bitty talk sock talking sex. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that's and that's what I want for this show. Um, so today I figured we talk about something that I know a lot about, um, but I don't think you know a lot about. It's not really something people think about or talk about because, um, we're gonna talk about douching. Cool. And so, what do you know about douching? I know that it smells like a warm summer's eve. <laughs> Yeah. No, I know. Um, okay, so what I do know about douching mm-hmm. is um, it's recommended for a lot of anal play. Uh, that's more enemas, but yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah enema. So yeah, yeah. douching is, is the more vaginal thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So no, I don't. Okay. Well, I guess you're not female, so you wouldn't know no. much about it. But I know a lot of females don't know anything about it. Bold of you to assume my gender. Sorry. <laughs> Can we erase that? Yes. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about douching. Um, so what uh, women are taught, especially like 
It's like a grandma thing. You know, your grandma. I know it sounds weird, but it's like what? your grandma's generation started it, and then your mom's generation did it, and then they're like, I don't know. It really wasn't talked about in my generation. Uh, but, so douching, they say when your vagina starts smelling, you should douche it. Mm-hmm. So you're putting, like, chemicals into your vagina to clean it out. Mm-hmm. Um, which is actually really, really bad for you. Really bad. Yeah, because I understand that the the vagina and, like, everything that's going on up in there mm-hmm. is... It's like a, it's its own ecosystem. Yeah. It's like, it's self cleansing. It, it takes care of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- on, I, this has happened. Um, so you douche and then you get too clean and then you get something called bacterial vaginosis. That does not sound fun. It's not. And it smells, it makes your vagina smell like rotten fish. Like you can smell people through their jeans when they have this. Oh, So, like, you're trying to, like, fix your smell, but then you just make it, like, a billion times worse. And you're throwing off the pH. I don't know if it's pH balance, but you're throwing off the balance of your vagina. I think think I've heard stuff about pH balance. Yeah, yeah. So, you're, you're, like, totally fucking your vagina up with doing this. So, what are steps that you can do to get it back in order? Is it, like, a diet thing? So, I mean, obviously, diet plays a lot into everyday life. Um... But it's just kind of one of those things. It's like, okay, well, what have I been doing this differently? Mm-hmm. Um, even, like, have I been having too much sex? Maybe have I been not having enough sex? You know, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. But obviously, if you've got something going on down there, you need to go to the doctor. Yeah. Like, women know. You know if something's wrong. Right. So, and it's nothing embarrassed to go. You shouldn't be embarrassed to go to the doctor for your vagina. No, I mean, that's why they, there's a whole... Gynecology? Exactly. Yeah. It's a whole practice. Mm-hmm. I, it like, could it be, like, stress, too? Like, I'd be like, baby, so, you smell a little different. Are you okay? I would not suggest <laughs> doing a conversation like that. <laughs> but, like, okay, like, sometimes, like, I mean, even, like, uh, I'm not trying to get too personal, but sometimes it's more acidy. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it tastes yeah. different than, like, normal yeah. and stuff. And that's all about what you're doing to yourself. Gotcha. Right. So, yeah. But don't douche. Please don't douche. Don't do it. It's bad for you. Yeah. So, don't fuck with the chemicals in your vagina. And uh, and I, I got to apologize for getting enemas in douches. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty much the same thing. Um, yeah. But, enema, or, like, douches are for, like... Vaginas. I'm pretty sure that's specifically for. Correct me if I'm wrong, but well, you don't. Get... for the butt. Douches for the vag. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right because I've never heard of a butt a butt douche. A butt douche. Or a vag enema. Yeah. Vaginema. Vaginema. Yeah, okay, that was. But that see, was like reaching. douches have usually have like a pre-made like chemical and stuff. Where enemas, you're usually just putting water in them. Yeah. Like a saline solution or something. Mm-hmm. When I worked at a... You want to hear a horror story? Uh, yeah, let's hear a horror okay, story. Okay, so when I worked in a nursing home, I heard this horror story. Oh, man. Of um, a negligent nurse didn't, like, inspect the nozzle for the enema before. No. And there was, there was a little, like, plastic fin uh-huh. on the nozzle. Oh, no. Did it get stuck in them? It just cut the poor resident. 
Oh like, no! Him, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. So that was my that that was not a fun fact. It was just no, that's sharing a scary it. story. Yeah, horror story. So yeah, Woo, moving so, on. Yeah. So uh, conclusion of the story is: do not douche. Yep. Don't douche. Talk to your doctors. Take care of yourself. Yeah, be good to yourself. Mm-hmm. Your body is a temple. You should treat it that way. Mm-hmm. I gotta stop eating Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, yes. Ah, uh, no kidding. You want to do some fun facts? Fun facts. Let's do it. All right, it's fun facts. <laughs> We, we are trying to work out musical transitions here. So in the meantime, you're just going to have to deal with my mouth trumpet. I'll deal with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, fun facts. Um, I got these facts. I'm going to acknowledge some sources on this one. All right. Uh, from factretriever.com. Fun I'll... fact retriever? No, just fact retriever. Oh, okay, okay. And then uh, before, while I'm talking about sources... Uh, the sources from the other information I had earlier, uh, I got from Psychology Today, Wikipedia, and Wonders and Marvels. All right. Cool. So, there is some scrolls that they found in Egypt uh-huh. that are dated back to 1150 BC. So, that's oh. way before um, even this foot stuff. And they're called the Turin Erotic Papyrus. Okay. Uh, some people note it as the world's first men's mag, like Maxim. Shut up. Yeah. No, it, it had like 12 vignettes, 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 I don't know, drawings, illustrations of okay. sexual positions. So it was, it was like, like the Kama Sutra of like Kinda, Egypt? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, but um, there's all these different sexual positions and it, all the guys in it were like scruffy, fat. Short, balding, and they had really exaggerated dicks. And then the women were just, like, skinny and hot. Shit, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, isn't that weird? Like, they also had, um, the other drawings were, like... <laughs> so they weren't even, like, body positive back then? No, not really. Of course not. Lame. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's just weird. And, I mean, 1150 BC, that's a long fucking time ago. That's when they think it was approximately right. created. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's also um, satirical and humorous depictions of animals doing human tasks. <laughs> and we're doing that shit today. Right? It's just like, it's still a thing. Like, hey, it's that cat. He's reading the newspaper. <laughs> 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 yep, so that, yeah, it was just like a, like a playboy. That's great. For was it Egypt. on a wall? No, it was or a scroll. Was it like a, okay. They found it in some caves or some shit like that. That is fucking great. And it, it was probably like the only one ever because they couldn't mass produce it. So it was just like they just pass it around. Ooh, I yeah. wonder if there's jizz on it. I don't know. May not have been was well preserved. But what the... I mean, <laughs> like it's just well preserved because it's covered in a layer of jizz. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, um, moving on, on a totally different subject. Did you know that the car is the second most common place for sex next to the bedroom? 
Really? Yep. Even like the bathroom? Uh, aside from the house. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That, uh, that you, adds up. You got any, uh, any guesses for the third? Uh, restaurants. Funeral homes. <laughs> I do not have that fact. I was just, just making that up. Oh, babe, I'm so gullible. You can't <laughs> do this shit to me. I've been going around, like, passing off these oh, facts like man. they're real. No, but the car really is the second most common place for sex. I can see that. And I, I think maybe that could be attributed to our sex workers. It could be, but you know what where my mind goes? Hmm. Like, you just got the kids to bed, and you don't want to wake them up, so you just go out to your car. Yeah, there you go. That could be a part of it. Yeah. yeah. Even more than workers. hotel rooms? No. Decriminalize it. Sex working. Decriminalize it. Yes. Uh, I mean, well, technically, I think they would... Are we talking like home settings? Like a hotel room would be considered like a home setting? A bedroom. Yeah, okay. And I, I think, I, I would be willing to wager that a car has gets gets more action than a bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Mm. Makes sense. If you count a hotel room as a bedroom. So do you, like, do a little bit of pedal porn before you get started in the car? Yeah, baby. Get all revved out. <laughs> I wonder how, like, that like, came about it. Like, this guy and his and the partner, you know, they're in the car getting it on. But it's, like, crowded. And his foot actually hits the, the, the gas, gas pedal. <laughs> Clitoris is Greek for divine or in goddess-like. Clitoris or Katoris? Clitoris. Clitoris. Did I say Katoris? I heard Katoris, but I can't. I'm working on my speech here still. Oh. I have a new tooth. Oh, well... Welcome to English class 101. Yeah. It's clitoris. And it is potophilia, so not pedophilia. Yeah. So it's clitoris is godlike, goddesslike? What? Yeah. The, yeah. Clitoris is Greek for divine and goddesslike. That makes sense because, like, when a chick comes, it's pretty spectacular. Yeah. Or when you play with it, they're like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> So there's been um, Paleolithic art, which is like caveman art, mm-hmm. depicting people uh, playing with dildos. And that's about 30,000 years ago, which would mean that mankind invented dildos before the wheel. I can totally see that. Totally. Have you ever read like uh, Clan of the Cave Bear? No. Man, I only read like the first... I think I read all the books. I don't remember it very well, but there was a lot of, like, rapey cave scenes in those books. If I remember right, the dudes were doing each other, too. Yeah. Well, but, is, I mean, that was, like... Cave? Is it about cavemen? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's about cavemen. It's, like, different clans that, like, eventually meet up and stuff. And, like, the Donna Man, whatever. Um, That's pretty cool. It was really cool. But, um, where was I going with that? I am not surprised at all that people were playing with dildos before the wheel. What's more yeah. important? But what were they using for dildos then? Well, they were rocks? probably... Well, n- they could have been using rocks, but they still had, like, fruits and veggies and shit, babe. Oh, yeah. The cucumber. Yeah. I mean, it was probably the oldest known dildo ever. Mm-hmm. So. 
True. Uh, on a unsex related fun fact thing, I think while I'm on the subject of talking about old scrolls and cave drawings being found mm-hmm. and cavemen, mm-hmm. uh, that movie, The Thirteenth Warrior, yeah. Antonio Banderas, yeah, it's based off a book, but the book's based off of the actual scrolls that they found, and that guy was real. Oh yeah, we we're he talking an, about. Yeah, that. he was an Arab traveler, and yeah. he met some real Norsemen. And he helped them kill some some people, like evil monsters. Mm-hmm. And historians think that the monsters they were trying to kill were Neanderthals. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Moving on. There are 500 to 1,000 deaths annually due to autoerotic asphy- asphy- asphyxiation. Autoerotic asphyxiation. How many? 500 to 1,000. I believe it. One hundred percent. Yeah. That shit is dangerous, you guys, and um, I do not encourage it. Um, but if you don't know what it is, it is um, like choking yourself while you masturbate, and apparently it makes a really intense orgasm. Yeah. But you're also running the risk of killing yourself. Yeah. So I mean, if you're into it and stuff, oh, gosh, just find a safe just way to do it. Fucking right? be careful, please. Yeah, that, like, that one, like, my heart always drops because it's so tragic and it sucks. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, what a way to go. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, on a lighter note, one teaspoon of semen contains five calories of protein. Huh. How many teaspoons, how, um, I want to know now. hmm How many teaspoons would be in, like, one Exactly. Shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we might have covered that on the first podcast. Fun facts. No, we were just talking about that chick that got her stomach pumped. All right. Yeah, from too much semen. You know, uh, I don't know. I will. I'll let you know in the next podcast. Okay, because I want to know, like, how much semen do you have to eat to get like your daily film calories? To get one <laughs> serving of protein? Yeah. I don't know. That's that's a good. We'll figure it out okay. so they could be, um, I don't know the term. Is that vegan? Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I don't want to go into that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it vegan? No, because it's like, like, I think I understand that vegans are like no animal products at all. And wouldn't mm. semen be technically an animal, mammal yeah, product? Totally. Spermies are living things. You might be able to get a passive vegetarian, maybe. Right. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, on our very first episode, I mentioned that um, sperm is traveling about 28 miles per hour when you ejaculate. Yeah. But a single sperm... It takes one hour, him, I don't know. It, it. It takes it one hour to swim seven inches. That makes sense. That's like when the chicks like lift up their legs and shit when they're trying to get pregnant. They're just trying to help the little guys mm-hmm. out. I always think about that uh, opening scene to... Oh, yeah, look too. Who's talking. Look who's talking to. I get around, round, round, round. Was it Look Who's I get Talking? Around. Or was it Look Who's Talking To? Uh, one of them. Yeah. I think they did three of them. No. I like the second one, but... I've, it's been so long since I've seen those movies. Me too. 
Well, obviously not that long. But, so, those guys, they shoot out real fast and slow down real fucking fast. Oh, yeah, maybe that's why they, they, they shoot out so fast, because they got to... They got a long ways to go. They got a long ways to go. They need all the help they can get. It's going to be a long seven inches, boys. It's like, it's like <laughs> literally being blasted into space. Like the G-forces. Oh, like, <laughs> And that's how you make a baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, so, I guess before we go, I want to tell you guys... Um, as everybody knows, Dr. Ruth is like my favorite thing. There's an awesome documentary... Um, was it on Prime? Mm-hmm. Um, called Ask Dr. Ruth, and it's her life story, and it is fan-fucking-tastic. I'm not embarrassed to say that in the first five minutes, I was pretty much crying because I love her so much. She is a so, badass. She is a badass bitch, and she's still fucking, she's still rocking and rolling, and um, it was filmed in, I think they said 2018, and she was still teaching two college courses, and she was uh, 90. Yeah, and, like, it showed her apartment, and she, like, lives in this, like, humble little apartment. Mm Mm-hmm. She's just, she's such a real human being. She really is. It was really cool to see her talk about, like, how, when when she started getting famous, people were like, well, why don't you move out of this area of town, you know, and stuff. And she's like, why? This is where all my friends are. This is where all the immigrants are. You know, my apartment's just fine. And it's really cool to see that. Yeah. So. Here's to you, Dr. Ruth. Love you. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> um, I think I think that's it, guys. Yep, we will try to get back on a, on a, some kind of a regular schedule. Uh-huh. Um, again, we would love any kind of feedback you guys got, mm-hmm. and uh, we're we're just trying to make a better show, and we're trying to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, oh, also, uh, we have a really cool announcement coming up, but we can't share it. So if you guys are following us on any of our social media accounts, um, uh, keep an eye out because we got something cool coming out real quick. And yeah, we do. Um, yeah. then, yeah, so if you don't know where to find us, uh, go to our anchor.fm slash IBST and there's a link to our Facebook page. So, group. So, yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Thank you for the support, and I love you all. Bye. Bye.